tonight, although we can't see you, but you can see us if you are uh, on YouTube right now. You can go to youtube.com slash Radio slash live, and you can see Dr. Angel and I right here in the studio. I'm Mama Mac. Welcome to Go Yard. This is our weekly show. Now, uh, almost, it'll be six years in September, Dr. Angel, I can't even believe that, that we've been doing this show, and uh, we... Really enjoy giving you principles that will help you in your life. It's a life coaching show, a counseling show, and uh, we love doing this show, don't we, every Thursday night? We sure do. We yeah. really do love doing this show. We really do. You sound, yeah, now you sound serious come about back, it. I know. I come back to, to life. You know, I walk in the studio and I'm all exhausted from a long day. Oh, I know. And then it's like, oh, I hear the music and I just start perking back oh, up. Oh, I, I know. I love it, too. I love doing it. Yeah, but it's those 12-hour days that get you when you're working since, you know, you started very early this morning, 6 a.m. So your practice is, is doing great. And we want to tell people about that, that you have that ability to do what you did all day long with your patients. Yes. And this is drangelsdevelopment.com. Absolutely. Dot org. No, it's dot com. You're right. Where, what was I thinking? That's our website for Go Yard. Go it's Yard. Okay. Yeah. okay. So much information. It gets right. Gets Go ahead. Crazy. Yeah. So absolutely. So we are still open. We are still seeing um, people in the office if that's what they choose. So we're available. But we also have telehealth sessions where you can come into a video platform that's HIPAA protected. So it's encrypted. What you're talking about, secure. secure. You don't have to worry about. Yes. Um, you know, all that stuff going on with the internet and have a video conference, you know, video session face to face. And this is interesting for people that are not in our immediate area that could get to your office. This is a, a new thing you're providing, really. It, it is, you know, and you, you know, know, I know people that may want to get some counseling from you from another state. Absolutely. Right. And so being able to have, you know, provide telehealth services has really expanded a lot. And it's giving people access to mental health in a time that there's limited access to right. necessary supports. And the longer I've, you know, things are happening, the more I'm seeing the impact on mental health. And today you told me that all of your patients were on telehealth except one. Yes. So this has greatly changed your practice for now. And but also, again, expanded it to offer something maybe you weren't earlier because you didn't see the need. Right. Absolutely. You know, and it it is expanding it and it's giving people more access. And that's what it's about. You know, and I'm proud to be able to be a resource to the community during this time. Uh, And you are. And your phone number is 727-501-6557. Dr. Angel is a licensed mental health counselor, but you're also a PhD. Yes. And so um, that's why you legally are a doctor. And so even though you do have a white coat, you don't just play one on TV. I do not just play one on TV. No, that's me. So, okay. (laughs) So anyway, we're glad you're joining us tonight. Uh, We always have a good time doing these shows, but this is a very serious time in our in the world in the globe uh last week we did part one of how to cope during covid sure and uh we were going to post that but now we will post it tonight we didn't get it done but we will post that off of youtube uh from last week because it's really part one in the series we didn't realize we were doing a series but it looks like we are it's happening Uh, naturally as things are changing and you know life as we know it is changing by the day how to cope with covid yeah. That's what this is all about. So part one was last week, and we gave some helpful uh, pointers there. And that's what this show's all about, because we all have difficult things going on in our lives from time to time. This is probably the most difficult thing any of us faced in our lifetime in a lot of ways. Sure. Absolutely it is. And so we need to address it. We can't just sweep it under the carpet and act like we're not 
having to cope with COVID because we are having to cope with COVID. Yes, we are. And every and it's touching everyone in some capacity. It is in some area of their life and sometimes a lot more seriously than others. And it's it's a very difficult thing. So catch uh, part one of this series, which we will post uh, this evening sometime. Um, and on the Go Yard, on the Go Facebook, Yard page. Facebook page. And so go there. Um, and also, you can always uh, check out our website, which is goyard2014.org. It's the O-R-G. Go there. We have a lot of shows there. So um, we want to get right into it. Um, it's, a, as I said, a difficult time. I think it's, it is difficult in so many areas, Dr. Angel. It's not just that it's hard to, to not go to the places you like to eat out. I mean, that's just that's just gone for now, you sure. know, which, you know, I don't like that very well. I'm sure a lot of us are frustrated. That's a, I guess that's the word for it. I, it. It's a frustrating thing that our lives have changed this dramatically in such a short time without any notice, really, very, very little notice. Very much so. And not only has, like we talked about last week, not only has it changed so drastically, we don't really even know what that light at the end of the tunnel will be. We don't know that when this will become, you know, life will get back to a, a, a new normal or the normal we knew before. We don't even know what that's going to look like or when it's going to happen. Right. And at first, I think when, at least here, when we found out that, you know, things were putting, they put some restrictions on us here in Florida. Uh, that was a couple weeks ago. And but things have gotten even tighter now. Yes, they and have. Uh, as they have around the nation. So and rightly so. So no complaints about that. Um we're going to talk tonight about who do you choose to be during this COVID calamity? Yes. Okay. Um, that's a good word for it, a COVID calamity. I like that. Yeah, it's because kind of calamity is something that is just like, wow, happens and it's devastating. Shocks, yeah. Just like a hurricane here. In fact, this is so much worse than a hurricane in Florida. I've heard people talk about that because hurricane, it comes, it goes, we deal with it for a few days of anticipation, then it's over. And then with Irma, I was without power for four days. You were without power longer than that. And But then we see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, we exactly. You know, and, and I remember, you know, I the way you brought up Irma, because that was our most recent difficult hurricane was, experience. Yes. And yeah. yes, we were. I was without power for 10 days, which felt like forever when you're in that moment. You Every time I'd see a power truck pull up and oh, then yeah. they'd leave and I'd still have no power. Like you just didn't know when will I get power back. Right. And oh, it was it's awful. hot and sticky. Hot. Oh, and, it's terrible. Uh, yes. And that felt like an eternity for 10 days. And yet this is worse. Yes. We're going to talk about three zones tonight. How do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself? And probably a lot of us have been in zone number one for a while. Maybe some of our listeners are still there. It would be a common thing to think that they're still there. Okay, so I'm going to agree with you, and it's not a maybe. I'm going to say a lot of people are in zone one, which is you the fear zone. You are actually agreeing with I me? I am. Okay, this is a step up in the this right direction. Is- one of the biggest things I've been seeing fear zone in the counseling room yep. is yes. and on a lot of different platforms is this fear zone is happening. And the more that anytime a rule or regulation or the governor or a local municipality says something, like you see that fear get even brighter for people. Like they get more into that fear. Well don't you think part of that, doctor, is because the restrictions have intensified now. Even more so as of tonight in Florida. Rightly so. Rightly so. Sure. There were an awful lot of partying on our beaches that probably should not have taken place. Sure. So, uh, you know, people have seen pictures of Clearwater Beach and our beaches around the nation. So rightly so that we have those restrictions now. Absolutely. And so one of the things that are keeping people in this fear zone, I believe, is that things are changing so quickly. So people feel this need to stay glued to the TV right now. And that's really not a good thing. No, because that's feeding that fear, that's feeding that uncertainty, that's feeding that all that negative energy that comes with that. But, I mean, you can wake up in the morning and here's one set of rules, and by the time you put your head on a pillow, we have a whole other set of rules. The uncertainty of what's coming is huge. You know, when you begin to see those pictures and – 
and see pictures of people that already that have died or or hear the numbers it it's it's frightening that's where the fear comes in it is it's cause for alarm sure and change brings fear and yes, our world change is changing. does bring fear it doesn't does. it yes people do not like change no we do not humans as a whole do not like change and so one of the things that are really feeding that is that constant feeling that constant need to keep connected with news channels news outlets why is it that we do that we are like driven to do that? You know, we really are. Like when a hurricane's coming, right? Yeah. We'll go back oh, to our hurricane, gosh, right? Yes. So once yes. that hurricane gets like maybe three or four days kind of offshore, that's all We're you can find it. on TV, like right. 24 7. Or almost. it's coming up on everybody's phone. Yeah, Where's it now? Where's it now? The bottom of the screen. Yes. And like they only update like a couple, you know, several times in the day. You know, it's right. not like it's anything new. It's that we just feel this need to focus on this information. I think it gives us a feeling of control. Yeah, I'm sure it does. And knowledge is power. So we think, sure. you know, okay, so if I know where it is, then I I feel better about it. It's not just coming up right now, you know. But in Indiana, where I was born, um, where I still have two of my kids and some, several of my grandkids, um, they have tornadoes, and that is a whole different animal when it comes to calamity. Yes. Because um, I can remember tornadoes where you, people didn't even know they were coming, or you, they didn't have the tornado system as good as it is now. Sure. But clear back. And devastation, you know, houses just going, uh, you know, you've seen pictures of tornadoes. It's yes. horrendous. Yes. Uh, so when you live in one of those kind of zones or earthquakes in, in Mexico in 2017, I was Skyping with our our radio director, Enrique, in Puebla, when in the, all of a sudden an earthquake happened. And I mean, his whole building was shaking and cracking. And, and he's like starting to panic. I said, run, run, get off this, go, you know. And he didn't even have time to disconnect. And he was up on a second floor and he ran downstairs to get outside. Wow. And that building did, it really had, it was bad, really bad, a lot of devastation. So, but those are things that we can see. Yes. And so that's what I think keeps us in the fear zone is. I agree. We have this invisible enemy. Yes. It's worse in that way, you know? You can see the result. It's here and gone, like a tornado, an earthquake. They're here, they're gone. Hurricane, a few days, and it's gone. And we know what we're dealing with, and we move on, right? Correct. This is not like that, doctor. And I believe this is contributing to the fear zone in so many people. Well, it is. And not only is it an invisible enemy, but it's an invisible enemy that's carried by other human beings. So it kind of makes every person kind of suspect I don't know how I had went to the I had to go to the uh, pharmacy Tuesday um, and pick up my medication. And I think almost every single person that passed me had a mask on their face. Hmm. Like the last time I had been to the store, which was probably a week before that, um, nobody had a mask on their face. Well, and I just saw a headline that Trump's going to say tonight: everybody needs to be wearing masks when they're outside. Sure, and so we see this. Can't buy them. You can't get a mask. I know, and. But the thing is, it's an invisible enemy that kind of lives in fellow humans, and we don't know which fellow humans carrying this enemy. So we kind of are finding ourselves looking at all the you know the people around us as potential enemies. And that is a fearful place to be. It is when you don't know who's carrying this invisible enemy. I mean, I've heard this equated to I mean being in war. We are in war with an it's a war zone. Feeling what people are going through. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. In a war, sometimes it's with, let's say you're deployed somewhere, it's with different country. They look different than us or, or whatever you can kind of, or sure. they have a different uniform on. But this doesn't, nobody has a different uniform on. I'm carrying COVID. No, it's not like, it's not like that. Right. And then we hear these stories over social media or the news of people who are intentionally knowing they're positive and going into public. And so that creates even more of that hysteria and that fear. Yes. And so in the fear zone, people tend to be glued to the news, don't you think? Yes. And they can't get enough of it. But what is it doing? It's not reassuring them. And and with this calamity, the COVID calamity, it is just making everything worse. It's reinforcing the fear. It's reinforcing the fear. And it's reminding us that we could die from it. Absolutely. And they they say, you know, this many are going to die. 
Absolutely. You know, and you see the pictures of other countries and coffins lined coffins, up. Yes. And like it is they're portraying this like I mean it's dire, but we can't keep seeing those images and it not impact us. And so Let's talk about that, because a lot of people have reacted in panic and mm-hmm. have done a lot of impulse shopping and hoarding, right? And that's part of the fear zone, that that's panic part buying. Of the, don't you think that is? Yes. And it seems like every couple of days, it's a new thing that people are panic buying. It, you know, I feel like it's cycled from all, you know, they just keep adding something new to get in the panic. Now. I, don't, I don't know of anything that they're panic buying other than toilet paper. Do oh, you no. Have? Toilet paper, eggs, bread, oh, meat. Okay. Um, okay. I went to go try and get dinner when I was at the grocery store Tuesday night, and you can only get two packages of meat, like, and they're only in these little tiny packages, and I have a soldier man to feed, like, right. he could eat a whole package by himself, sure. and so, like, it wasn't even, I couldn't even get meat to buy for dinner. Wow. For, you know, it just wasn't happening, so... Um, and you look like I even heard that condoms are now the new panic buying where they can't keep those on the shelves. I mean, wow. is something always kind of going in this panic zone? Yeah. Soap, uh, sanitizer. Um, well, hand sanitizer is back, back ordered on Amazon for a month. Uh, yeah, uh, Tylenol. Like, yeah. there's just a ton yeah. of stuff people have been panic buying. People were buying when I was in Texas because I have a brand new grandson. And, and so before I left there, this was just starting. This was like... Two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. And so I wanted to get them baby formula, my kids, you know, to have stock them up a sure. little bit. And it was hard to find. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I did find it finally on Amazon, but it, uh, you know, it was like two weeks, you know, you, you had to wait for it to come in, you know, and, and people were panic and, and, and hoarding. Yeah. Sure. Stocking and up. so that panic buying mentality, yeah. that tell, that's right. like a huge flag you're in the fear zone. Well, don't you think a lot of times when we're in the fear zone, when we have something this drastic that we're facing, that our nerves are totally on edge? They are. And when they're on edge, we behave poorly sometimes. We do. We're we're booty. Uh, We're irritable. Are you talking about yourself? No, no, you're never like that. I'm teasing you. But people are easily angered, easily irritated, easily mad in traffic. Oh, yes. uh, Mad in grocery stores, things like that. I mean, literally to the point where they're almost breaking out in fights standing in line. So, so, have you noticed in the stores they have the lines now that are six feet apart? So, if somebody itches their toes over it, I, I was and Wawa's getting my coffee because they are so gracious to give healthcare workers free coffee. So I make oh, that stop great. in the morning. And this morning when I was there, this guy was just, I mean, his foot was like half on the line and half off the line. And the guy in front of him was like, back up, six feet, like really like Whoa. edgy. And I was like, we're talking okay. inches here. Oh, wow. So, but we're seeing that, you know, yeah. uh, traffic. We're seeing a lot. Even though there's not much traffic, I, I've noticed the honking and the irritability in, in drivers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there is there is that. There is definitely that. Uh, but again, there's not much traffic. No, there's not. Which, you know, is good. But, um, yeah. So, when you're in the fear zone, you really are in a high state of anxiety and panic. So, what happens emotionally to your heart, everything? You know that. Yes, I do. So, when we are sitting in this fear zone, and we're, we're not talking about something that just strikes our fear zone and is going Gone. away by the yeah. end of the day. No. This, we have, we're staying in this elevated sense. Fight or flight. Fight or flight or freeze, and we're staying in this Explain elevated that scent. to our audience. Fight, flight, freeze. So, yeah, so when we, it's triggering our, give you a little brain science, it's triggering our limbic system. That's where our amygdala is. That's what's our emergency alarm that keeps us alive and lets us know dangers around. So we hear danger coming from the news, from social media, from this, from that, and it's keeping that system going, right. which means we're not thinking logically. We're not really in control of our feelings. So we're all acting impulsively, and we're acting based in feeling like we have to survive. We're in the survival Survival mode. mode. That system wasn't made to stay activated very long. So now we're talking weeks. And in Florida, we've been extended through the end of April um, of having to stay in this elevated lockdowns you know, stance. So it's just going to keep that feeding that part of our brain. It, It really is. Which in turn lowers our immune system, which in turn can do damage to our heart. We can have gastrointestinal issues. We can have 
more headaches and migraines and more tension, more back aches, like those chronic pain disorders. If you have an autoimmune deficiency, it will it can flare up any autoimmune disorders you have. So people that suffer from fibromyalgia, which is kind of an inflammation of nerves. Absolutely. Stress increased inflammation. Right. Stress increased increased inflammation they're going to have flare-ups more sure. than likely but in people who have like crohn's and lupus and they might be in remission yes they this type of stress can absolutely cause that flare-up for them uh, so in in this we're going to take a break in just a minute and play a great song that might help you cheer you up uh, <laughs> but um then we're going to talk about what to do about this yes. so we've identified the problem and we all know that this is going on and it's only going to get more intense so you you're going to have to make adjustments right yes we're going to talk about some of those adjustments and we're going to take time talking about them because this is an ongoing series right now with everything going on so we're not pressed for time so we encourage you if you have a question or you want to add to this conversation we would love to hear from you tonight the only people here in the studio are dr angel me and tommy the engineer (laughs) right so 771 uh, I'm sorry, 727-441-3000. 727-441-3000. Tommy will answer the phone and tell him that you'd like to talk on the air, and we want to hear from you. Let's go to break. We'll be right back with some adjustments we need to, to make during the COVID calamity. Professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. song helps me it does doesn't, doesn't it? it i love that style so of music light-hearted and upbeat and so music is one of the things we can use to feel better during yes. the covid calamity yes you know what i'm glad you brought that up because i really i have been encouraging all my patients but i really encourage you make that playlist of songs that make yeah. you feel good that make you feel happy that you know bring positive emotions exactly yeah that's what you want to pump into your body more than this news I, and i mean if you're watching the news because we we really identified that problem the fear zone in the first part of this show today but if you're watching the news six hours a day or some people all day long whatever it is you're doing do do the equivalent with music like that or uplifting spiritual music praise worship music things that are going to help you bless you and get your mind off of what's going on yes um 
that's a great tool. Music can be very, very powerful. And so, yeah, I encourage, you know, I we talk about it. I have my strength jam on my yeah. my playlist on my phone, and it, I play it when I'm in the car. And I, you know, play it sometimes when I'm just doing office work in the sure. office because it does. It just kind of brings it your does. emotions back it up. It does. It does. It does. It does. So, um, yeah, we really encourage you to make some changes. So we're going to talk about those adjustments. We're going to call the second half of this show today adjustments to the COVID (laughs) calamity because a lot of us are stuck in the shock mode Mm-hmm. You know, back in what uh, one of the wars they it was they right talk, after nine eleven. All in sh- shock, shock and awe. Shock yes. and awe. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. That was kind of their military strategy mm-hmm. to go in and deal with the terrorism is go heavy, go hard, and shock and awe them so they don't really know what hit them. So you can kind of get in and get out. Obviously, we didn't really get in and get out of that, but we are in that shock and awe. We are uh, state, but. We don't have to sit in the fear of what's happening. And so we did talk about the news, and I just wanted to mention one other little thing that, well, it's not little, one other thing that's contributing to, I think, us in this fear zone on top of the unknown time and things changing very quickly and news and negativity all the time. It's also false information out there. Oh, there is. Yes. Yes. So much false information out there. Yeah. And so that creates more fear because now we don't know what we can trust and right. what we can't trust. Be careful of news on your phone on Facebook, in my opinion. Be careful. I, I agree. Um, absolutely. And to the point where, I mean, I've even had other mental health professionals sitting in that fear of what can I do? What can I do, not do? What's okay? What's not okay? Like, they haven't even been able to sift through some of this information. So it... it it happens and you know there's so much that we don't know and when things change so fast like you just that's right grab one thing right now it's a change that creates that fear too right. and so we want to get you out of that fear zone and we want to get you into that learning zone which helps to you know Ooh, decrease that's, that's much better than a fear zone a it learning is. zone okay and it helps to decrease that fear it's kind of the antidote right to fear is when we get that true correct information right and so That's helping us to let go of what we can't control. Right. And then say, okay, so what resources are accurate resources? And so I want to kind of give a couple resources to our listeners. Please do. Please do. One's going to be Florida specific. Florida specific. Specific. So (laughs) um, floridahealth.gov. Okay. Is a great resource. First of all, they're they're keeping a lot of the information. It's complete. It's updated multiple times through the day. But it, it tells you if you need to get tested, what symptoms to look for. Like people are starting to get really confused because there's been so many different reports hitting um, right now, and they're not even sure what what's a symptom. And in Florida, we're all dealing with allergies on top of. Oh yes. Yes. And so now everyone's you know sneezing or this or that, and they think, oh my gosh, is it this? And so there's a lot more. Fear added onto it because they're not even sure what real symptoms are or not. So that website has been really great FloridaHealth.gov. about health.gov. Yes, of helping you just know what information is you know out there, letting you know where resources are that you might need, and that you know it can break it down by your local area. So like that's a great place to get. I like that information. And if you're uh, listening to us in another state, probably your state has the same thing. Sure. And I would, you know, and you, how I found it was I just kind of Googled Florida and COVID-19. And then I kind of scrolled through to see what looked, you know, what sites had really good quality information. And that one's been really good. And I've been referencing it a lot. Okay. Um, Another one, this is a national uh, resource, but it's the cdc.gov slash coronavirus. And the CDC is another really great. Give them that again, if you will cdc what cdc.gov slash coronavirus okay all right and so that's you know a very good quality um piece of information and so and then when we want to know like what's happening locally with our laws like what's allowed what's not allowed like look for resources that actually link you to what the order was um 
Because okay. you don't want somebody summary because you're getting their interpretation. Right. And they may be wrong. But so what's happening is once we really look at, okay, this is what the order says, like our Florida now stay at home order. Right. Um, so a lot of people in Pinellas County have really been like, oh my gosh, it's, you know, this and that. And you so sat like, and watched the whole thing at I, the I county get, commissioners, did you not? Yes. I attend the county commissioner meetings regularly now. Can you believe so that? So that I can really understand. So, well, you need that for your patients, right? Because what is that giving me? It's giving me power because right. I have that information right. and I can pass that to other people and help them you know, empower them. Exactly. And that's getting us into that learning zone. So we really want to look at those quality uh, pieces of information. Yeah, so that's really try good not idea. to, you know, go through a newspaper and, and pick up somebody's summary or someone's narrative of the information. Look for those links to the actual. And, and back to little things posted on Facebook. So many times they are political and they lean a certain way. True. And you have to be pretty careful about any of that, really. True. And Absolutely. Like even today, I saw someone posted uh, how the Florida wildlife was not allowing anyone to go boating or fishing and it's over or whatever. And they're giving thousand dollar fines or something. Everyone's like making all these comments. That wasn't even true. There is absolutely no such order. Uh huh. But all these people have been stirred up and now they believe it and they keep sharing it. I think by the time I had seen it, I think it had been shared like 20 something times. Yeah. So like, a lot of people are seeing this, and it's not even true. That's why I'm. I want you to go back to what the actual orders are saying. Uh, they're not really written super technical, and there a lot of them have a little summative piece that's kind of bulleted. Yeah. And so it'll give you a good. And they can fi- find that on FloridaHealth.gov if you're in Florida or CDC.gov. Not necessarily. You're gonna kind of have to do a little Google to get your flo- your order for your. County. state or county or whatever is issuing what they have an issue what does it mean and it's so important to get the facts because panic is stirred and fear is enhanced when people go now we can't even do blah 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 whatever and, Absolutely. and anger is fueled sure and so that takes us back into fear so we want to stay in that learning zone so make sure you are looking if when you were looking for information that you're looking for quality information. That's excellent. So turn off the sensationalized media. It's it's there to be dramatic. It's there to get your attention. It's there, you know, that's... To capture your attention. It right. does. It feeds on that that um, fear, though, is what it's doing. So turn that down and look for real quality information. That's helping you learn. Right. But it's helping you also overcome that fear because you are now doing what you can do, what you have control of. That's 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 really good. Don't you think a lot of times in something this serious, people don't know what to do with themselves all day long, Dr. Angel? If they are used to going to a job or they're used to a routine, going to the gym, do this, do that, have lunch with friends, whatever, and you can't do any of those things, True. right? And so I think this is where it comes in where the TV is on all the time because... Yeah, and I, am, I believe that that's not a... We don't want to do that. Yeah. That um, even if you're Netflixing or Amazon or whatever, even that you need to you, take. You a don't break. want to sit and do that. You All want day long. because now we're wasting that day and we've lost. We kind of lose our purpose in this when we do that. Well, that's really a good point. Because sure. well, what it, what it has driven so many to do is just exist, get through the day, right? Survive the day. Exactly, and that's not what we want to learn. That's fear. When we're in fear, we're in survival. That's so right. That's Good surviving. Point. That's right. fear. So if you're in your pajamas and you're you know binge watching you know all these series now. It's okay to take a day out and maybe, you know, let have a rest and binge watch something you haven't got to see or have a pajama day. That's fine if it's temporary a day or a part of a day. Right. But that's not the new norm. No. We have to get in that learning zone. Learning zone. So somebody says, okay, well, I, I've got too much on my mind. I can't learn. I can't <laughs> think. I can't read. I can't do anything. I'm just so worried about this or that or... That's kind of a prevalent attitude right it now. It really is. And I whole. have heard some really amazing things that people have been doing to help help themselves get through this. So, yeah, they can't go to the gym or they can't, you know, there's a lot of can'ts, but there's also a lot of cans. Mm-hmm. Like, you can go for a walk around your neighborhood. Exactly. You can go sit out in the sun, you know, sunshine and read a novel that maybe you've wanted to read. Or you can, um, I've 
they haven't been able to go to the gym, so they've bought stretch bands off of the right. internet and they're like doing online sure. gym classes or right. like streaming yoga and um, cardio drumming is streaming now online from um, SoulFit and really? they're doing amazing things with these <laughs> classes and it's fun yeah, and it's healthy and right. it's what we need to do. So you can just find some creativity up. Uh, hobbies like women are sewing masks now so they're oh, doing yes. something good or not just we women. mentioned that, that last was week. gender specific but it wasn't it yeah but yeah but they're finding people are making masks and that's great they're yes. finding ways to be productive that's right you know and after you know i've heard someone post well i've already cl- oh actually it was my son who posted this oh you know i've already cleaned out my room so now what else do i have to do you know right. and so because he's not my middle one's not working um because he was laid off and so it's now he decided to go work in finding new ways of enhancing his YouTube channel and business he has going on. There you go. But that's just it. You know, when we have some of the greatest inventions in the world have come out of difficult times. Oh, that's a good point. It really has. Well, but what I hear you saying, it's what we do, what we we have control. And so we feel that we have no control when we're in the fear zone. We feel like the next the next thing we turn on TV is going to be worse than it was this morning, etc. It may be. Uh, but when we're in the learning zone and we try to stay there all day long, that will really change your mindset, which that in turn, mindset changes your productivity. Right. And right. And so that's what we're wanting to do. We're wanting to get in that learning zone. And so you know, sometimes it's doing some of the things we love and doing it differently and being willing to try. Um, I heard today of um, she's a, a younger adult in her early 30s, and they love going out to dinner with their friends. It's like right. their favorite thing. Sure. And you can't do that right now. So what they right. decided to do was they all ordered from the their favorite takeout restaurant, and then they did a video dinner from their own houses. So they got to eat from the same restaurant that they enjoy going oh to my gosh, and, that's and great. did a video dinner. And I'm like, that was super cool yes. and creative. Yes, yes. And so... That's what the learning zone is about. It's learning, learning how I new. can do it differently right, right. and still enjoy my life. And it's it's actually taking that control back a little bit. It's taking back power, absolutely. Yeah. Because now this isn't, sto- you know, the I can'ts aren't part of the yeah. conversations. Now it's the I can. Right. And so if you find yourself going, I can't, I can't, I can't, you're in the fear zone. Yeah, exactly. And so when we make that turn to the learning zone where I can do this, I can do this, you know, and I've actually literally been writing lists of what people can do in the counseling room so that they have That's that great. in front of them. Because it's so easy to to turn that switch into the I can't. Right. And when we get into the I'm going to make something of today. I'm going to mm-hmm. make something count. I'm going to do something different today than I did yesterday. It gives you a sense of satisfaction, don't you think? And yes. at the end of the day that I didn't sit glued to the TV, instead I made masks or I did this or I did that. Or I right? did a puzzle or I reorganized my cupboards or um, you Call know, people that you need to catch up with and talk. The phones still work. They still dial in and Skype out. Skype still true. works. All of it, right? Yes. And so you know, they using, still dial in and out. They, they still dial in and out. Yes, <laughs> okay. they do. I'm you glad still to can, know that. You can dial out and call who phone a friend. You phone know, phone a friend. All right. But and part of that learning zone is carrying on with your life and using creative ideas and, and not letting that the new regulations stop you, but letting you open your mind to other ways or other ideas of doing it. But it's also giving people patience. It's recognizing oh, oh, that. Oh, I'm glad you brought that word up because I was just getting ready to. That <laughs> word was on my mind as I was driving. That this is about patience. And and so often, spiritually, people say, oh, I've asked God to give me patience. Really? Don't ask for that because how do you learn patience? You have to go through some Practicing difficult times. It, yes. You have to practice it, right? Yes. Um, you know, I remember as a kid, my parents made us take piano lessons and I thought that was horrible and then I eventually appreciated that uh, but how do you get more proficient on an instrument you have to practice, practice. you have to practice you don't can't you don't have a choice true and you know and when we're dealing with this type of calamity yeah everybody is in it we're all in it yeah we're, and all, we're in it. all doing the best we can 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so that's where we have to extend that patience. And when we realize that something good will come out of this. So I'm going to pull a scripture. I think I mentioned the same scripture last week because it's been on my heart so much. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Now, that's a spiritual concept. And some people say, oh, I don't buy into that. Okay, that's fine. But let's just make it a secular principle then. There's going to be some good we're going to learn and we're going to make some changes in our lives. Perhaps patience is one of those things that is going to be worked on during this calamity. Um, perhaps maybe it's the quality of relationships with the people right. you live with. Right. You know, you if you're, you know, quarantined into your house, like you're getting a whole lot of time together. And so maybe this is where we have some of those, you know, conversations we aren't so willing to have. Um, I was talking to um, someone this week that they literally sat down and had some of those super difficult conversations, maybe conversations they've avoided, but were really necessary to help their relationship grow with their spouse. Oh, that's fantastic. And so it's becoming a healing time for <laughs> right. this, the relationships. Right, right. You know, and so we can find those pieces of where the, we talked about this last week, where the gifts are in, in the moment. There are gifts. There are. And and the things that we put off because we're too busy. During this learning process, maybe you've always wanted to learn to knit. Not me. But some of I you have. out there, have you always wanted to learn to knit? Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh, that's... I remember I got kicked out of the knitting class because I was so bad. No, but I'll never forget <laughs> that now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being so open and honest about that. How can you get kicked out of a knitting class, I'm Dr. Angel? that uncoordinated with knitting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Really? Okay. Didn't hurt anyone, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't hurt anyone. Did the, the, the needle become a weapon or anything? No, it just was a hot, tangled mess. I just could not Could not do it? Do well, it. Okay. All right. So now you all know one of Dr. Angel's, uh, yeah. In inefficiencies, because you're usually so successful. So, so knowing that you have one of those kinds of things in your life that has not been good for you is really fun. Uh, and I will use it over and over again. I, I know you will. Yeah, I will. So I just get a text. I just got several texts. And I just got a text from my oldest son in Indiana. And they were supposed to be on spring break this week with the kids. So he's already taken off work. So uh, they could not go to the resort where they were going to go in Tennessee and all that. So instead, did I tell you this already? Did we talk about this at church? Go ahead and share it. Go I, ahead and share I don't it. think I mentioned this last week. Did I or did I? I don't remember. I don't know share either. It. It's because I've been talking about it a lot because they have five sons. And so they he, they ask each kid, what would you like to have in the big yard? Because they have 10 acres. So what would you like out there? And so as it developed, and it's now I'm seeing pictures of this huge, beautiful new treehouse that's going up right now, because that was Grant's request. Mason wanted monkey bars, so he's getting monkey bars. Uh, the older boys wanted a zip liner. Yeah, I was telling you about this the other day. They wanted zip lining, which is cool. Oh, there's even a deck on this treehouse. That's really great. And so zip lining has happened. And the baby, they built a little tiny rock wall for him Aww. so he could climb up like two feet. And so anyway, but this has become a family project. And I'm getting these, you know, updates every evening of how pro much progress was made on the big family project. But And that is, that's pretty extreme. Most people don't have a big piece of ground like that sure. to be able to do something that big. But you could boil that concept down to some lower scale, smaller scale, right? Sure you can. So take that and run with it. Sure, I will. So that's taking, you know, we, they could have sat back and cried about this vacation that they've probably looked forward to for yeah. the last year yeah. and been planning for a long time and, and felt True. like a victim to these circumstances. Sure. But instead they said, okay. What else can we do? And like they got outside that box and they went into that learning zone of exactly okay, what else could we do? And not only do they have the experience of doing making these things together, they have years and years and years of enjoying use these using these things I mean, together. Look at that thing. Well, the treehouse started out to be just very small. But as they dug, you know, supports into the ground and came ran into all these 
vines and everything. It's now the size of a small bedroom. So, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. And I bet you the boys know They're going crazy. They're yeah. going to have a ball with that. But you're right. And there's little things. Like I have watched people um, planting flowers or right, doing sure. just little things to, to make their world seem a little bit brighter or mm-hmm. a little bit better. Right. You know, uh, some people are taking into gardening and starting to grow their own fruits or vegetables. Right. And it's kind of cool to see the things people have been coming right. up with. And I've noticed when I'm out walking my dog every day that neighbors are out. They're yeah. in the driveway. We stay at a distance, but they, everybody wants to chat and catch up, and that's kind of good. You know, there are there are good things coming from That's what we're trying to say. Yeah, there the are good things happening. Yeah. Yes, there are. In the midst of all this uncertainty. Well, you can, you can do audible books, right? You say, okay, I can't get out to go anywhere to buy, get books somewhere to, like the library's closed and all that kind of stuff. Sure, but yes. And um, there's a lot of uh, websites that are like learning websites for like lifelong learning hobbies or things right. like that. Like they're opening them up and allowing people to take them for free. Oh, wow. Um, so okay. there's been a lot of really great resources out there to kind of help people grow through this process. Sure. You know, and... Once we've kind of mastered, like, how do I learn to to live my life this way outside that fear and get control back, then we can really start growing again as people. Like, that's when we're reaching out beyond our borders and what can I do for someone else? What can I do to make someone else's world a little bit brighter? So you go from the learning zone to the growth zone. You do. And and the more you practice the learning, the more you're like, okay, you are... You feel peace, right? even in the midst of the chaos, because peace doesn't mean that there's no chaos around you. Peace is inside of us. It's not outside of us. So we can have peace even with all this going on, this calamity. Oh, Oh, absolutely. And so you do. I was just talking to another pastor today and how he's expanded. He does a food pantry ministry, and it's an amazing food pantry. Like 6,000 pounds a week food pantry ministry. And how they've expanded... And have found a way to still do this ministry where people can pick what they want and still be in the CDC guidelines and how he's expanded the reach and including people now who have recently lost their jobs. And like, so there's some really amazing things. You know what I'm hearing you saying? Helping others. Helping others. That's what I'm hearing you say. Okay. And I think that we stay stuck in the fear zone when we're thinking about only ourselves Ourselves. and how this affects me. And I can't go here and I can't do this. And it's frustrating because I can't go see this person. I can't go to a movie. I can't go to the beach, which that is alarming for me. But anyway, uh, all these things I can't do. When we're stuck there, we're stuck in the fear zone. We're stuck in fear zone. And the longer we're in fear zone, the the more it's going to hurt our body, the more it's hurting our mental health, the more it's hurting our physical health, the Go more... Go back, make that point again about physical health, because I think that so many people do not understand that when they stay in that panic zone, that fear zone, it's hurting them physically. It absolutely is. Not it, just emotionally, physically. When we are using that emergency alarm part of our brain, which is what fear does, it activates it. That's like the button that turns on our emergency alarm in our brain. Right. It's releasing stress hormones. It's flooding us with, you know, cortisol and, you know, adrenaline, all these stress hormones. And it's toxic to our, first of all, our emotions and our brain, right. sure. but to our body as well. And so we are lowering our immune system. So we're going to put ourselves in higher risk of catching whatever. If, you know, mm-hmm. if it's not this, whatever, we'll get, you know, in heart disease, you know, if we have an autoimmune or one of those flare-up type diseases, we will see those flare-ups happening. Sure. And then we have, you know, some limited exposure to medical help at this time too so that can even make those problems bigger and so this is a great time to say i'm taking back control right and i am going to get in the learning zone i am going to do what i can to live a healthy lifestyle for myself like this is a great time to say okay are you sitting on the couch and you're eating like you know your donuts and your little debbies or whatever you know your junk food your chips or you're like making 
smoothies or healthy salads or drinking your water or doing something to improve your health. Exactly. And the people that say, well, I'm always so busy I can never cook something healthy. Now's time. You probably can. You can do. Or put something in the crock pot or whatever. Yes. You know, it's great. And there's great resources on YouTube. I was just watching um, a YouTube channel of all these great, really creative crock pot meals. And I'm like, this this is a great, and things you can like make up. So when you go back to work or whatever your new normal will be like, it, it could change your life. You can have more of those meals at home. Well, absolutely you could. I'm eating more at home, that's for sure. And it's interesting that this time will afford you some benefits for the future if you look at it that way. That's what this show is all about, I think, today, is the benefits for the future. And that's when you're in the growth zone, when you can look out and see the big picture. Right. That's when you're in that growth zone. That's when you're like, okay. we got to talk more about that next week because I think we need to – and maybe I we, think so. I think we need to expand this and maybe have some of our listeners give us some ideas sure. of things that they're doing in this growth zone. Uh, but maybe today is just kind of a wake-up call, you know, to people of, hey, don't stay in the fear zone. Don't stay in the panic mode. Don't stay in that anxiety place because it's not going to be good for you physically, emotionally, spiritually socially, any area of your life, it's not going to be good. It's going to be bad for you. Absolutely. And, you know, right now I've seen, you know, I've watched a lot of, you know, mental health has taken a toll with all this going on. And so there are resources. There are There is help out there. Yes. You know, you don't have to, you're not isolated. You're not alone. You know, reach out and, and get help if, if you're struggling. Well, and I would encourage everybody. I didn't realize it was so late. We got to get out of here. I know the time I, flew. I would encourage people to give you a call because you can do a, a, a payment over the phone with your debit thing, and you can also um, do telehealth, which is HIPAA. HIPAA? Yep, it's HIPAA compliance. So compliant, everything's private that's word. Protected. Yeah. Okay, so it's totally safe and and. Uh, Good. So get a hold of Dr. Angel, 727-501-6557, or go to drangelsdevelopment.com. Okay, so that's that, and we will be back here next week, and I'm sure it's going to be part three of how to cope during the COVID calamity. Yes. All those C's. That's a lot of C's. Coping during the COVID calamity. Yeah, you're you're making a tongue twister. I know. It's kind of hard to say, isn't it? Yeah. But you know what? It's happening. It's reality. And we need to make the best of it. And that's what this show's about. This is Go Yard. And we look forward to seeing you. And go ahead. This show will be posted uh, in just a little while. And we're also going to repost last week's show. So go to Facebook and check that out. And go to YouTube. Go to our page, Go Yard. Right, goyard2014.org and yep, yes. YouTube, Goyard. Yes, we're all over the place. <laughs> we're just everywhere. You'll find us. Who are you anyway? I'm Dr. Angel. I'm Mama Mac, and we'll see you next week on Goyard. Good night. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.